To all the equity contrarians, last Sunday, I launched a community pick of the week to make sure everyone is part of the process. The results were amazing. And I'd like to thank you all for participating. This will be a weekly survey that will be sent out every Sunday, so you all will have a chance. So please keep them coming. The responses were rich, ranging from growth investments to value investments and also a desire for ETFs. Now, the overwhelming desire was narrowed down to a healthcare company that is using technology to personalize healthcare and reduce costs. This company has recently announced to merge with SPAC IPOC sponsored by Chamath Palipatia. Today, we will break down Clover Health, currently ticker symbol IPOC, a company that wants to deliver the right care in the right place at the right time to the right person. Now, Clover Health is a health insurance company offering a Medicare Advantage plan to patients. The company is utilizing its leverage and access to data to shape the healthcare system. The founders, who are technologists and veterans in the healthcare space, realize that currently traditional healthcare is plagued by legacy technology processes and focused on financial results. Their conclusion, healthcare is broken, and it empowers the wrong people. As a result, the center of their strategy is a deployment of technology that focuses on improving patient health. The company empowers two groups of people. It empowers the patients, members, with high-quality healthcare and more choices. And also, it empowers physicians with technology tools to deliver personalized, data-driven care. Now, the company's secret sauce is centered around their software platform called Clover Assistant, which utilizes machine learning to deliver data-driven patient care. The free software platform is centered on three approaches, synthesis, insights, and action. So it collects a variety of healthcare data sources, claims data, medical charts, medication data, diagnosis data, and EHR-generated data that is personalized. And then in terms of insights, it uses an intelligent engine that utilizes machine learning and clinically-driven business rules to produce actionable insights. And then in terms of action, physicians will have actionable insights that can deliver at the point of care with patients. And that's very important, point of care. And the company's mission is to improve every life by empowering physicians to deliver better personalized evidence-based care to patients at scale. Now, in terms of the industry, rising costs are an unfortunate reality for the healthcare system in the U.S. 80% of Americans are suffering from one plus chronic disease and 68% are suffering from two plus chronic diseases, which is uh, pretty staggering. The total estimate spent in the U.S. healthcare market is $4 trillion, and it's expected to grow to $6.2 trillion by 2028. Now, this spending is a result of a series of challenges that the industry faces. First, incentives are misaligned between healthcare companies, physicians, hospitals, and patients. So healthcare companies are focused on their own profitability by increasing premiums to offset healthcare costs. And in some severe cases, to limit costs, they deny healthcare. Then you have physicians and hospitals who spend resources on administrative tax to ensure payment. Of course, this removes focus from patient care. And then you have patients who experience the brunt of the system with limited options and poor quality care. On top of that, we have fragmented patient data from legacy systems, which create hurdles regarding personalized healthcare. Remember, access to data will eventually speed up the process to get that personalized healthcare that each patient requires. And finally, poor cost curve and wasteful spending resulting in reports from the National Academy of Medicine confirming 30% of health expenditures in 2019 was wasteful, amounting to $1.1 trillion. Now imagine if somebody gave you $1.1 trillion, how would you spend that? The industry is demanding next-gen healthcare companies that focus on the following actions. 
They need to break down barriers to limited care and ensure high quality care. They need to improve the cost curve and reduce wasted spending. They need to utilize technology platforms to to produce data-driven personalized healthcare. And finally, they need to remove friction between physicians and health insurance companies to focus on primary care for patients. Now, Clover is positioned to deliver personalized care and experience through a consumer-facing brand in both the digital and physical world. In terms of their market opportunity, the total addressable market uh, for Medicare specifically is around 60 million people, and usually they're 65 years or older or people with disabilities, amounting to $1 trillion in spending by 2023. Now, Medicare Advantage market, that currently is $270 billion, and it's expected to grow to $590 billion by 2025. Clover has 8% share of Medicare Advantage participants across the 34 markets in seven states. Clover is launching 74 new markets and together with current markets representing 4.2 million in Medicare beneficiaries. Now, here's a fun factor. 10,000 new people become eligible for Medicare every day, which equates to 150 million each day, 1 billion each week, and 55 billion each year. So there is massive opportunity for Clover here, and specifically in the Medicare Advantage market. Now, the company generates the majority of the revenue based on the number of members enrolled in plans under contract with the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Simply put, they depend on the federal government for funding. The CMS offers premiums based on enrollment. Additionally, the company also receives revenues directly from enrolled members as well. So Clover utilizes its software platform to accurately capture people's healthcare costs on a timely basis for CMS to ensure revenue to cover the patients and the care of patients. Now, based off of this, uh, every provider, every member type business model, the company has attained a couple of customers. The company has 56,000 members across 34 markets. In 2021, it's expected to go up to 73,000. And by 2023, they're forecasting 138,000 members to participate within their platform. The lifetime value contribution is around 5,100. And then the lifetime value over CAC uh, ratio is 4.5x. Now, this ratio is high performing due to stable revenue, strong retention, and margin enhancement. Now, the Clover Assistant has delivered a medical care ratio which measures net medical expenses incurred divided by premiums earned of 82% from 89.2% in 2020. For members, the company has created lifetime cost savings of 70% relative to private competitors and 41% relative to Medicare. And specifically, 2,100 physicians uh, are actually using Clover Assistant Platform, which is very important because again, this bridges patient care with physician uh, seamless interactions. So they can all focus on one important thing, personalized healthcare. Now the company aims to improve healthcare with technology as an asset. According to the SEC filings, Clover has identified a series of advantages. First one, their platform Clover Assistant. The platform delivers better healthcare outcomes at lower costs. With machine learning, it recognizes evidence-based treatment options and empowers physicians to address them at the point of care. The use of the platform has resulted in 20% fewer emergency room visits and inpatient hospital admissions. Second, network effects. As members increase across a greater pool of physician networks, greater insights are created from the machine learning capabilities of the platform. The technology is built to serve all Medicare patients and as a result, will deliver personalized healthcare solutions for patients across the community. 
And the third thing, scalability with rapid software improvement. Physicians can onboard within an hour using the Clover software platform. Updates are released on average every three weeks, as well as to ensure to-date data insights. The cloud-based platform also provides a flexibility system which resulted in the telemedicine feature to be built in five days during the pandemic. Physicians have given the platform an NPS of 64, comparable to Netflix and Amazon. And then you have their growth cycle. The company captures and synthesizes data, creates personalized data-driven insights, improves clinical decision-making, secures economics with members due to low costs, and ultimately spawns strong organic membership growth. And more importantly, the management team. The founder-led team has created a mission-driven culture with vast experiences in healthcare and technology. The team contains talent focused on building healthcare technology companies with machine learning, data management, and pharmaceutical consumer experience. Additionally, the team is composed of individuals with vast clinical experience. But the company does have a series of risks that we have, we have taken into consideration. Let's talk about competition. Medicare Advantage market is highly competitive, just simply based off of the nature it is. Large national insurers like United Health, Aetna, Humana, Cigna, Blue Cross Blue Shield, and Original Medicare are key competitors. The industry is experiencing also high consolidation between large competitors, which will pose market share risks. An additional risk, membership is concentrated in few limited markets. So as always with technology companies, they start off with concentrated uh, areas of focus. However, that also is a risk. 97.6% of members are concentrated in two metropolitan areas in New Jersey. This creates risk in the event of healthcare regulation changes, benefit costs, and government reimbursement rates. Government regulation is also another big risk here, especially that healthcare is heavily regulated. Medicare Advantage premiums paid by the federal government currently represent all the revenues. Profitability is highly dependent on government funding for Medicare programs. Intellectual property. As of June 30th, 2020, the company does not own any U.S. or foreign patents and had 23 U.S. patent applications pending and seven foreign patent applications pending. So the company is currently relying on unpatent internationally, I'm sorry, unpatent internally developed technology. And then economics of new markets. So the company will continue its goal to offer affordable and high quality healthcare to patients with a goal to impact all Medicare patients. With higher health risks in the concentrated membership pool, healthcare plans are at risk of losing their cost competitive structure with other larger and more diversified health insurance groups. And now we'll dive into the particular team. So the team here is phenomenal. Uh, the company's founders and executive team are veterans in the healthcare and technology space with addition of the IPOC team post-merger. So the CEO and founder, Vivek Garapali. Prior, Vivek founded five healthcare companies before the age of 40. He's a very mission-driven and experienced healthcare uh, entrepreneur. You have Andrew Toy, co-founder and CTO. Prior, Toy served as a product director and Google uh, of, at Google LLC. So he has significant experience specifically in the technology field. Now let's dive into the clinical expertise that the company brings. Dr. Sophia Chang, Chief Clinical Information Officer. Prior, Dr. Chang served as Chief Clinical Innovation Officer at Caremore Health, subsidiary of Anthem. Then you have Dr. Kumar uh, Dharamarian, Chief Scientific Officer. Prior, Dr. Dharamaria served as an Assistant Professor at Yale's School of Medicine and Research Faculty at Yale's New Haven Hospital Center. 
Then you have Dr. Mark Spector, Chief Medical Officer. Prior, Dr. Spector served as Chief Clinical Integration Officer at CarePoint Health System. Post-merger with Social Capital Holdings, it's important to understand their ownership relationship. 67.6% will remain to existing Clover shareholders, 18.7% to IPC, IPOC show, uh, shareholders, 9.0% to pipe investors, and 4.7% to IPOC sponsors. Now, the company post-merger with IPOC will have an enterprise uh, value of $3.7 billion. The company has achieved $462 million in revenue for year 2019, a 31% year-over-year uh, over the $358 million earned in 2018. More recently, the company is expected to earn $670 million in 2020, representing 45% increase year-over-year. The company is expected to maintain a CAGR of 37% based on 2023 projections. As of 12, 20, 31, 2019 and 2018, the company delivered net income loss of negative 364 million and negative 202 million. Gross margins for the business, however, as of 12, 31, 2019 were around 2.5% amounting to 12 million. The company is projecting gross margins to improve to 16.3% uh, by 2023, amounting to 281 million. Now the company provides a couple of forecasts. Revenue for 2023, 1.7 billion, 41% growth rate. Adjusted EBITDA, actually they're expected by 2023 to be profitable at 16 million at 0.9%. MCR, uh, 2023 estimation, 84%. And then their valuation in terms of enterprise value over their revenue, 2023 expected revenue with the current valuation of 3.7 billion results in 2.1x uh, ratio. Clover plans to continue growth through the following strategies. Accelerate adoption to Clover Assistant, expand share in existing markets, produce innovative business models such as deploying Medicare payment models uh, and specifically direct contracting dealing with physicians, and then expansion in new markets. So interestingly enough, the company has a new partnership with Walmart to make co-branded Clover Walmart plans in eight Georgia counties that represent 370,000 Medicare eligible beneficiaries. Well, guys, thank you for listening. You can access and download the detailed report, which will include summary and company infographic for your records. I've also added an additional feature here where you have some other resources. If you as an equity contrarian, just have something extra uh, to do on a Saturday morning. Well, thank you guys and on to the next.